Metaxas Show with your host, Eric Metaxas. Hey there, folks. It's Thursday, November 10th, Uh, a date that will live in infamy. Actually, that's not true. Um, Perhaps a future November 10th. But as far as today's concerned, no infamy yet. The infamy was two days ago when the Democrats stole some more elections. Alvin, I am not going to stop saying that. First of all, because it's true and because in the United States of America, A, uh, we're supposed to have free elections, fair elections, always, everywhere, number one. Number two, if people aren't convinced that you have free and fair elections and everything's on the up and up, uh, they cease to vote, they become cynical, they pull back from the political process, end of self-government as we know it. Thirdly, when somebody tells you you shouldn't say something or they try to shut you up, that is a signal you need to scream about it. So when people uh, have mocked me on social media for talking about election fraud, I'm thinking what that's going to do is make me talk about it more. Because if you try to silence someone, that to me is a pretty good sign that you're afraid of people talking about it. So yesterday we had on the heroic, wonderful Michelle Bachman. She talked about it clearly. I mean, she was absolutely clear that she knows that some of these races were uh, affected by this. The Democrats have become the party of fraud and corruption. Now, they've always been pretty guilty of that, but it's gotten very, very bad. And I think we have to put it front and center. We have to talk about it. Uh, We have to talk about it more and more and more and more. Now, here's some great news, folks. Before you uh, tune out, Mike Lindell is coming on in a couple of minutes on this program. Now, if you're watching this on Rumble, uh, you can see him standing behind Albin. Yes, you can. He's you very can. creepy. He's got a pillow no. as though he's going to smother Albin and end Albin's life. But that's just not no. the kind of a guy that Mike Lindell is. Yeah. He would he would never uh, do that. Yeah. Like, and if he did, example, if he did, my twin brother would have to replace me. So it's no good. Right. And he could just step in just like that. So uh, so that's not going to happen. But we have Mike Lindell in hour one In hour two. We have the great John Smirak. And I want to tell you, I can't say this when John Smirak is on the air too much. John Smirak is a national freaking treasure. He writes stuff at stream.org that is so brilliant. He wrote a piece today. I shared it on all my social media. I just thought to myself, this is the kind of thing that should be in the New York Times or in the Wall Street Journal when they used to actually have journalists with Elon and wit uh, that were not hadn't sold their souls to the establishment. Absolutely brilliant. That's John Zmirak. That's my friend, my hero, John Zmirak. He's amazing. And um, I want to say again, before he comes on, uh, you need to. Go to his uh, go to stream.org and share his pieces on social media everywhere you can. I also share the pieces written by my very dear friend, my old friend, Keith Junta. Spectacular. He doesn't write nearly as uh, often as John's Mirac, but almost every single one of his pieces is just to me. uh, Well, actually, no, every one of his pieces is unique in the kind of a voice that he brings. He, he, he brings together not just a political view and a Christian view, but I, I think he really just has a heart for God and the way he expresses himself. 
Uh, we just need more of it. And so I'm thrilled that he's writing these pieces that he is writing. That's Keith Junta. You can find him at winepatch.org. So I want to stress that in hour two, before we go to John Smirak, we have Ask Metaxas. Oh, yeah. Um, as you know, yesterday I spoke to Dick Morris. We spoke to Kevin McCullough. We did a lot of assessment of what happened in the election. Um, one thing I want to say up front, uh, everybody who or anyone who is saying somehow we need to move past Trump is flat out wrong. Absolutely wrong. Uh, I can explain why I won't now, but I just want to say, A, you're wrong. B, be aware that you're wrong. Trump will be our next president. There is no one like him. Ron DeSantis can't really compare to Trump. DeSantis, by the way, I adore Ron DeSantis, but I'm saying like he's young. He has plenty of time. The idea that, the you know, it's really the troublemakers in the media. They're trying to set up a battle, trying to stir the pot between DeSantis and, and Trump. That's silly. That's like trying yeah. to stir the spot between between like Reagan and Lincoln and George Washington. Like, hey, they don't like each other. They're yeah. on the same team. They're yeah. the good guys. They are yeah. the can, good guys. Can I just say real quick? It's funny how the, the media was ready. If the tsunami had happened, they would have said that's the end of democracy in America. And it's because right. of Trump. And then when right. it didn't happen, that's because Trump is out of here. It's all about Trump, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 hilarious. And I. Anyway, it just I just had to say that uh, because there's some voices out there on what I like to call the Internet uh, and they're just wrong. They're just wrong. And uh, I'm just going to say that, uh, you know, and again, doesn't mean I think Trump is perfect, but he's close to perfect in some ways as a politician. Uh, and and I think he knows what he's doing, even when he does the wrong thing. He, he's doing it sometimes for right reasons. It's kind of funny. Actually, it's funny. I I Shouldn't say that because it'll confuse people. All I can tell you is I think uh, he's the nominee uh, and things are, are looking good now. I warned you that we would bring on my friend Mike Lindell right now in hour one. Mike, I just said it before. I love you. And just seeing you uh, makes me smile. You give me hope. Uh, even if you're talking about something negative, uh, I just get joy from from seeing you. Thank you for being who you are. And uh, wh- what should we talk about? I mean, I want to talk obviously about the election, but you've got all kinds of insight information that we don't have. So share it with us as you are able. Well, I'm going to give you an overall hope right out of the gate. How's that, Eric? OK. Um, when I went to bed at two o'clock on election night, remember at Frank's speech, we were running the real time crime desk. And uh, and the last thing I seen was a two hundred thousand dollar vote injection in Michigan into Matt DiPerno's uh, Dana Nessel. Dana Nessel. So they just crushed Matt right out, just right there in that moment. And uh, Carrie Lake was down by a quarter million votes. And uh, you had like all these Blake Master, uh, Masters down, Mark Fincham down, all these people. It looked like they were going to just steal the whole country. OK, and we watched in real time Fetterman and, and Oz and they kept injecting 90,000 votes. This is coming, Eric. This comes right out of the Edison report, which is people don't realize what we, we knew this time. Um it goes out to all the things. We use the CNN feed. Every vote in the country goes through Edison Research in New Jersey. 
So I want people to understand this. It goes through there. So we're, our cyber guys are reading this in real time and, and drawing these graphs and they're showing impossibilities that could only be done by computers, right? So we're watching this happen and I'm, I go, wow, this is, you know, I'm praying. I'm going, God, don't let them steal everything. Um, you know, we have to, we really needed to have the House and the Senate to slow the destruction of our country. Why we get rid of these machines? Well, I wake up in the morning. Well, oh, by the way, I'm going to, I'm going to backtrack the morning of the election. What a miracle that happened. I get up and, and you hear from all over the country, 30 some states had machine problems. What? You know, it was beautiful. You know, you heard it coming out of Arizona. You heard it on Fox News. You heard it on CNN. You heard it around the world. So when you say machine problems, do you mean legitimate problems or do you mean that they did this to lower the ability of Republicans to vote that day? Well, you know what? You can call it that. I'm calling it a divine, a divine intervention. I'm going to I'm going to give it a break that they didn't plan. If I was those guys, the, the, the evil, the bad, I would have made sure these machines were running beautifully, at least functioning. Right. Because they can steal it on the other end. Right. They steal it, in the, you know, in the cyber world. Right. So but now for the whole world to go, let's say there's no crime, Eric. There's no crime, no cyber crime. Well, I certainly we would right now with what happened in our country with 32 states minimum that had problems with people. You stick in paper. It doesn't work. Or you got there and they said, I'm sorry, it says here you already voted. And uh, or we had people in Kansas where it was actually flipping their vote. They couldn't get it to stay on the Republican. And we go ding, ding, ding. And uh, so they're calling all these things machine malfunctions. Well, everybody. Even if you can't steal with crime, why would you ever want to risk your country on malfunctioning computers? So this was a blessing. I'm going, thank you, Lord, for showing the whole world that just on the front end alone. And that could have been maliciously done, but I think it would be too. There were different different problems in different states, Eric. So and obviously Maricopa County uh, blew up the blew up the story where even Fox had to report it. What a miracle. I mean, Unbelievable. So then, but but then you have the night. Now, when I woke up after the, on the morning, I was so, I'm in bed and I don't get depressed. You know that I am not, but I'm optimistic every day as we're gaining, we're gaining, we're gaining and getting the word out. But I'm going to be honest. I was so tired and I was so down when I went to bed after watching in real time, middle of the night, they take, uh, they just decimate Michigan and Pennsylvania and, and Colorado so, but I wake up in the morning, I'm going, you know what? I look at it like this and I want everybody to understand this. We got the house. We might have the Senate now. It's just looking really, really good. But, and that'll slow the destruction of our country while we get rid of these machines and get to a, a voting system that's going to work. But here's the thing. If we would have got a big red wave, I want everybody watching to really understand this. If the red wave would have came through, do you know how hard it would have been to get our elections back to uh, to a, where it's selection or elections and not select? Never. It would, we would have lost our country. I really Mike, I believe that. Eric. Mike, listen, I know that what you just said is true. In other words, we need to fight, 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 fight. And if it would have been just the kind of red wave we've been hoping for, frankly, uh, it, it, we wouldn't have gotten to the bottom of this. We have to That's keep exactly fighting. Right. We have to get rid of the machines. We have to do all this stuff. And I want to be clear, too. 
you are saying <clears throat> that there isn't a doubt that a lot of these elections were, in fact, stolen. Because, again, the media, Fox News, is not talking about stolen elections. They, no, they don't even mention it. Right. We, uh, we uh, If you go to Frank's speech, get the app, everybody get there. Our experts, we were watching... We are watching everything, and yeah, and people could watch it too. If you this Edison report was really, really amazing that you can grab it. And the way the votes are coming out, it's like a you know this is a, in real time. You know they it comes out of these uh, this Edison research. Now, Eric, think of this. I bet in the next election, now that they know we are watching with that, they're going to probably shut down the Edison report. You follow me? Because they're going, we're not going to let the public see that these. All of a sudden, you see. I'll, I'll give you an example. Here's uh, one of the races. They front-loaded, I think it was Doug Mastriano's, they front-loaded his opponent so large that they actually had to do a correction and take votes off. Now, now Eric, watch, if you watch here, if I'm going to count these, one, two, three, uh, negative two, you can't go in reverse. And we watched it all night. Some of these going in reverse. We At one time, they made a mistake one million votes got dumped, came in for a, 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 a person, went up a million, and stayed there for a half hour before it was corrected by the computer to take that million back off. I want to be clear because I'm not uh, – mo- most people are not uh, nearly as aware of this stuff as you are, so you have to explain. <laughs> when you mentioned, uh, you know, Doug Mastriano, who is doing this? And are you talking about like are 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 these the absentee ballots that that were uh, were put in and they put that in up front? What are we talking about? Good, good, good question, Eric. This is why we told everybody and we believe that this was a big part of saving this election. We told everyone our real president, uh, Donald Trump, told everyone vote the day of and go in there with and, with and vote day of. Don't vote early. We told everybody that. It's a lot harder for them to steal on the day of. They weren't prepared for it. They, are, they were prepared in Brazil when they took Brazil. Uh, 5.1 million votes were taken from Bolsonaro in this last election in Brazil. So they could lose their country forever. We're praying for Brazil. It is exactly what you say, Eric. It's, it's the, the, the mail-in ballots, the early voting. Those are all coming through. As they're coming through the Edison, you're seeing the order they came in. So you, you, as the votes are put in, you can't go negative. And you certainly can't go in. A, you can't put this many votes in. When you had, I'll give an example, uh, Dr. Oz and Fetterman. Fe, every time a Dr. Oz caught up, and you can see these graphs on Frank's B, every time he caught up, they injected 90,000 votes into Fetterman in real time. So here's 90,000. Then Oz catches up again. Here's another 90. 560-some thousand votes were injected into Fetterman. I mean, Pennsylvania is as red as the, as red can be. They stole them all there. Okay. Now, when you say they injected 90,000 votes, just so I'm tracking, I don't really understand who's doing that and how do they do that? Well, I will tell you this. The same IP addresses that, that were coming in the 2020 election for both Georgia and Pennsylvania, we do know that. We're investigating that part again because now we know what we're looking for. But it's the same thing, Eric, and I will say this to everyone. What, who did this, Mike? Everybody always asks me that. Who did this to our country in 2020? Who did this? Ready? The CCP, the Uniparty. Everybody remember that. The Uniparty, the globalists, and the deep state. That's it. 
And then it just so happens the Democrats that have warned us for two decades about these machines, for two decades, Eric, from Kamala Harris to Amy Klobuchar to Harry Hershey to Clint Curtis, who set the first algorithms. He's a Democrat. We had him on Frank's speech. They warned us. But now now they're in with these. So you have, you know, they don't care if they're on the side of a fixed election. They've been looking ways to fix elections for a long time. So now they don't they're okay with the machines. But these are this is what we're up against. So when you see when when they set these, they can't make it so obvious, right? So just like the 2020 election, they spread it over all 50 states. Every single county in the United States had non-residents that voted. It's illegal. In your county, wherever you live, Eric, non-residents voted. They didn't really vote, everybody. They pulled the names off the voter rolls. Hang, hang on, Mike. we got to go to a break, folks. Just want to remind you. <laughs> Support Mike Lindell. Go to MyPillow.com. Go to MyStore.com. Use our code, uh, Eric. Uh, we've got to support the team. Got to support the people that are sticking their necks out. MyPillow.com. MyStore.com. We'll be right back with Mike Lindell. Summer breeze makes me feel fine. Blowing through the jasmine in my mind. Folks, I'm talking to our friend Mike Lindell uh, about the election. Mike, so you just said basically uh, that the race was stolen from Dr. Oz by the Democrats. Now, my question is, why wouldn't he get involved and contest that? Why would he just uh, say to Fetterman, I concede? Why? We, we, I don't know. I can't answer that for Oz. I haven't talked to him, but I have talked to Doug Mastriano and he he is not conceding. And uh, everyone says, well, he lost by a huge amount, Mike. No, they just stole it by a huge amount. And when you say Democrats, be careful, Eric. Remember, you got Brad Rassenberger down in Georgia that steals elections like they're going out of style down there with his little Dominion machine down and there. He's and he's a, a Republican. He's a Republican. This is a uniparty, everybody. This is what we're up against. Wait, um, so is so, Mastriano... Well, I'm going to well, tell you about Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit of proactiveness here. In Pennsylvania, they have a little law there, Eric. Ready for this? Yeah. You can't, you, you can't have more votes than voters. You ever heard of such a thing? Well, everybody in the in 2020, they turned in their electors with a hundred and some thousand more votes than voters, than actual voters. Okay, mathematically, obviously impossible. Nobody used that law to to go after Pennsylvania. Well, guess what, everybody? They did it again in Pennsylvania because of the injections to beat Oz and to beat and to beat Mastriano and others in Pennsylvania. Once again, it looks like we have more votes than voters. We find out on Monday morning, we have teams looking into it. That's just one angle, Eric. And remember, they they took it by so much that normally you'd go, we're not going to audit because look at this, um, it's such a big difference. But remember, what we're finding in every state, candidates that ran have a lot more rights than we do. The, The judges won't be able to kick the can on standing. I get so sick of that. Remember, no judge in the United States has looked at any evidence of any of these elections because they keep kicking it down the road on standing. You have no standing. 
Well, then guess what? The candidates have standing. Are you telling me that Doug Mastriano, who is a friend, I love that man. He's a hero. Are you saying that he will contest this? I, that part I don't know, but he's not conceding. You know, he's not conceding. But the, obviously we're getting, you know, in every state we're going through this, Eric. Every state looking at every state. What can be done here? What's the footprint of that state? What did they do in the election? I mean, they're caught. Okay, they're caught. And uh, and so I'm hoping that uh, that absolutely uh, uh, Doug would uh, contest it. And uh, I just talked to uh, uh, t- I just talked to him yesterday and asked him if he was conceding. He said no. And uh, I'm amazed. So, I hadn't I hadn't heard that. And so that's really right, interesting right. to me that he's not conceding. Right. right, but not. But I don't know if he's contesting. So there's a difference. You follow right. me? And uh, and so I'm not going to speak for Doug because he's got his own team. We put him, you know, he's t- talking to lawyers and different things. But we we did inform him, my lawyers did, of that law in Pennsylvania. It's so blatant, Eric. Now, if you lost and there's more votes than voters, when, you know, don't you think we should look into that? Well, obviously. I mean, look, I one mean, of the reasons Doug Mastriano was demonized the way he was was because he was one of the few people who had the courage to try to look into what happened in 2020. And that's why he was demonized. The establishment Republicans, the bums, that's a technical term, the bums, they did not want to help him. They helped his opponent, uh, Shapiro, Josh Shapiro, who is an awful, awful uh, Democrat. So it's uh, it's it's tough to understand what 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 is going to happen. Do you think Carrie Lake We'll pull it out in uh, Arizona. Uh, uh, yeah, I got that right here. Carrie Lake's going to win. Um, I will tell you that if she, hundred um, percent. Um, I will say it right here. Uh, she's down. They won't. Maricot. What's left? Remember, we went through this before in Arizona. This is the reason we told everybody to vote same day. In the primaries, we were watching all the primaries. Okay. Well, you had like down in Georgia, you had three Democrats won, and and this nice lady and her husband got zero votes in her own precinct. Well, they opened up the machines and they go, oh, you got 3,700. We're sorry. It was a malfunction. And she went from third place to first place. Another Democrat down there in her precinct got 4,600 votes, but she wasn't on the ballot, Eric. She had dropped out two months prior. So when the machine stole from a person they didn't want to win and gave it to this gal, they had to look into that. And Brad Rasper called it a programming error. Well, you had to type her name in. That's a pretty big error. You know, sounds like a little malicious with Carrie Lake in her primary. We told everybody to vote same day. They stole it. They stole it. They stole it. Remember, they all it is is pulling names from the voter rolls, everybody, whether it's your name out there that they don't expect you to vote or it's a name that has maybe the person's dad or doesn't live in Arizona. They stole it. Um, she was down by 10 percent in her primary. And as soon as the same day votes came in. Carrie's took over, and at 12, 2 in the morning, she was up by 12,000 votes. What did Maricopa County do? They put t- paper over the windows again, put a fence up. We waited three days for them to say, oh, now what are we going to do? we got to give it to Carrie. That's exactly what's going on now, Eric. We told everybody to vote same day. Carrie, the, Carrie Lake was down by a quarter million votes, everybody. She was down by 13%. At one in the morning on election night, same way with Blake, same way with Mark Fincham. They were just stealing it and stealing it. They don't want those guys in there because they're all to get rid of the machines and help our, our country. And here's what happened, Eric. So now the same day votes are coming in 
And Carrie Lake, as we speak, there's 400,000 votes left, and they're they're coming in at 70, 30, 70, Carrie, 30, 80, 20. She's down by 13,000, and you have both Blake and Mark down by about 80,000 each. All three of them. Carrie Lake's going to 100%, and the other one should win, too. Going to a break, folks, talking to Mike Lindell, our friend. We'll be right back. Just keep it friendly, girl, cause I don't want to leave. Don't start clinging to me, girl, cause I can't breathe. Folks, welcome back. Talking to Mike Lindell. Mike, um... I always am trying to get the big picture. Uh, You have hope for this country. You believe uh, that we are able to get to the bottom of this stuff. It's taking longer than we thought. Uh, There was a lot of election fraud that went on. The mainstream media, Fox, they refuse to acknowledge any of this. Do you see any progress being made there? I mean, is President Trump talking about this? The progress. This is the miracle that happened when all the machines went bonkers in the morning of the election. Uh, Tucker had Carrie Lake on twice last night talking about the machine. Tucker went even today is our, our last last night, and I think uh, the, the the media has quoted him today. You know, the machine's got to go. I mean, you know, I don't know if he said that outright, but I believe he has. I haven't. I didn't actually watch the show, but everybody's going. Why would you want these machines? I don't care what party you're in. I'm talking about the people now. I'm talking about the people, Eric. Um, you know, I was in California. And well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you this part. You asked me about the future. Um, I was in California. I mean, in California. Then I went to Florida to give away pillows and blankets to the last hurricane victims, right? We were in a neighborhood. It was all Hispanic. Every, they lost everything physical. Piles of stuff. We're praying with them. We were with Samaritan's Purse. And there can we had interpreters in, in some of these areas, almost all of them. They didn't say, you know, thanks for the pillow and stuff. And, you know, they, they didn't say that. But I mean, that wasn't the focus. It was, hey, um, is there is our country? Is there hope for our country? They all knew me from all the stuff going on. They're going. They were worried about their freedoms, Eric, more than and they had just lost all their possessions. They know they can get that physical stuff back. The other stuff when their country's gone and their freedom's gone, it's over. So that's what they were concerned about. And I told them, absolutely. I said, we wouldn't have all these pieces if God didn't. This is all in God's timing. And it's been amazing. I, you know, I look at from way up here going, you know, what is this? Just like I told you at the beginning of the show, if we would have had a red wave, everybody, I'm telling you to get to the ultimate place of saving our country would have been a lot harder. And everyone's going, well, Mike, that doesn't make sense. Well, I'm telling you, everybody would have said, see, the machines are fine. See, the elections are fine with the mail-in voting and all this. You don't have to look too far. When you look down to Florida in this election, Eric, they at least took a lot of the bad pieces. They still have machines, but even with all the stuff, it made them hard, at least in this election, to do any stealing down there. And a, a Republican wins Dade County for the first time in decades. And this is where the whole country would be. It would be solid red. 
If in any other time in history, based on what this regime is doing to our country, everybody, I don't care what side, it would be a complete uh, red wave of, of, of epic proportions. But they stole it and they kept it down to a minimum. So we have the, we have the House and we're going to get the Senate here and uh, we'll slow the destruction of our country. Why? We set up the elections, get rid of the machines, and save our country. So it's all it's all steps. And you know what? It just like you said, Eric, taking longer than we thought. Believe me, if you Google Mike Lindell, or if you Google patience, you're not going to see my picture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm with you. It's uh, we're not patient, uh, and it's it's a challenge. But I know you've said it before. I think you said it yesterday someplace. When we look back we're going to see that it had to happen this way. If yes. if we had won in 2020, if we had won bigger yesterday, uh, in a sense, we never would get to the bottom of this. We've got to drain the swamp. We've got to be in the battle to well, drain the swamp and to expose the lies, the corruption, the malfeasance. If we don't do that, we we lose our country. Absolutely. It's over. We, and we had the whole world seen the example. Isn't it funny that the mainstream media isn't talking about what, what really happened in Brazil? While there's tens of millions of people still in the streets going, we don't want to lose our country to the machines. We don't want to lose our country. And they remember, remember, Eric, they just had same day voting. They have no, they have, but they have no paper. A year ago, they tried to get paper put in so they would print out and the, and the judges are the crooked. They said, no, we're not going to use any paper. So it's strictly machines. This is in Brazil. This is in Brazil. And they stole 5 million. We know this from our cyber guy. 5.1 million votes were stolen from President Bolsonaro and to Lulu. Now, remember, Lulu was in prison, everybody. And what did they do? They told the country, if you badmouth Lulu and say that he's a, that he's a criminal, you yourself would go to jail. I mean, does it sound like a communist state? Well, gee, how about here in the United States? If you speak up here, you get your door bashed in by the FBI. You know, so don't think it's going to happen here. It already happened here. We've been we've been shouting out about the selections for two years. But now if Brazil falls, everybody, you need to pray. There's people know that's the last country in South America that would fall to the machines. 52 countries, it's over 50, have fell to computers and machines. And I say that because that's the, that's the end game. When you, can, when you can steal a country without firing a shot, Eric, it has to be done through the computers. You know, you take a zero off, it's over, right? Um, and this is what they've done. So had we had the big red wave, everyone would have said, come on, you guys. That would keep the mail-in voting. It's just a, it's the same old, same old, you know, just like, you know, the red wave, because if, if, they, if the Democrats aren't doing good in office, it'll be a red wave. If it's the opposite, it'll be a blue wave. Well, that's that's what they want. That's the uniparty swamp uh, globalists and CCP. That's the takeover of our country. And it's stopped in the sand. And we are going to win this. And, and uh, it's like you said, or like I've said, and, and you were trying to, or that you were just saying, we're going to look back and it was all on God's plan. And you, if you pulled out, you go, oh, this is why this had to happen. This is why this had to happen. Both the bad and the good, everybody. Just enjoy it. We're in the best time in history to be alive. This is amazing. Well, we are uncovering things that have been going on for decades and decades. And it's yes. only, as you know, uh, because of Trump's overwhelming victory uh, in 2016, 
Uh, that's the only reason it, it it's just kind of funny the way it all went down. Uh, what happened in 2020, if it hadn't happened, uh, we wouldn't be trying to fix it. We would be letting it go. Uh, and, and I do think, Mike, that, you know, we have many people, you call it the uniparty, many people, the establishment rhino Republicans, that they are trying to stir the pot between uh, DeSantis and Trump, just trying to cause trouble. When we come back, final segment uh, with Mike Lindell. Folks, I want to remind you, support Mike and support this program by going to mystore.com and mypillow.com. Use the code uh, ERIC. We appreciate it. God bless you. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Talking to Michael Lindell in hour two. We have John Zmirak. We also have Ask Metaxas uh, since it's Thursday and John Zmirak. Mike, you um, you were just saying something to me off the air. Uh, Repeat it if you don't mind. Well, I was telling everybody that not only we get, you know, we're going to end up getting the machines gone and have elections instead of selection. But all the all the bad people have revealed themselves. And I'm talking the blockers. Some of them are more evil than others. But I'll give an example. Robin Voss in Wisconsin. He's a speaker of the House there. He's done nothing but block and obstruct. Wisconsin, all the evidence and everything that came out of Wisconsin, they even, Eric, they even, he even said, Robin Voss on tape said, I can't do anything. You can't overturn an election unless a, unless a judge would rule that there's actually evidence of crime, of fraud. Not shortly after that, the Wisconsin Supreme Court came out and said, there's fraud here in Wisconsin. They ruled that it was, and Robin Voss went silent. Robin Voss also did a seventh-month investigation with the guy, ex-Supreme Court Judge Michael Gableman. Michael Gableman said, whoa, we got machine fraud, we got crime everywhere, and, and let, 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 we got to decertify Wisconsin. Robin Voss said no. So when people do stuff that when, you know, against common sense, you, uh, you got to say, well, what's your agenda? Well, Robin Voss has a huge agenda, and I want to tell everyone, we tried to beat him again with Adam Steen, in his district, Racine County, Wisconsin, and Robin won. He texts me at two in the morning, the night of the election, or one in the morning. Um, Mike, you tried to beat me twice, and he's all gloating. And uh, I said, "Well, you're nothing more than a traitor." He says, "Yeah, but I sleep. I'm gonna sleep good tonight, and not on your pillow." I mean, it was just like a little kid, you know, like this, like here, you know, a little chap. Then Eric. I get another text from Alan Duke. Remember, he's the Facebook crooked trader, factbook face checker on on uh, for Zuckerberg. And I, I have said everything about him, what he's done to our country by covering stuff up, which he's doing it right now, again, to me. Um, and if it's a fact, Alan Duke will cover it up. He's down. He sends me a picture, Eric, with him and Brad Rassenberger in Georgia. So here's Crooked Brad and Alan Duke, and he sends me a picture. Hey, Mike, I'm down here with Brad. Is there anything you'd like me to ask him? And I said, ask him what prison you two would like to end up when this is all over. You know, it's just disgusting that they. You're, we found out who the who the bad people are, who the who's part of the Uniparty, and so we have all that. Think of if this would have happened. Eight months ago, and you found all the evidence brought out, or, or a year ago, you wouldn't have found all these, you know, they pop up like pocket gophers, the evil. Hello, I'm, I'm evil too. I'm evil too. You know, 
And uh, well, there's so many people that the corruption. I mean, look, this is the whole thing. Every American should care about corruption, folks. Doesn't matter where you stand politically. And the corruption is in both parties. It goes all the way to the bottom. It's horrible. We've got to stand against it. We've got to get rid of the machines. We've got to make sure that whomever you vote for, that that vote is counted. I didn't tell you this, Mike. When I went to vote here in New York City, I gave them my driver's license. I said, I'm Eric Texas. And the the woman refused to look at my ID. Refused. To reach, just tell me your name. Just tell me your name. I, and I thought, how do you know it's really me? I could just come in here. Come like they were offended. She says, "Are you a Republican?" She asked me, "Are you a Republican?" Wow. I said, well, "Are you saying only the Democrats cheat? What are you saying?" They refused to look at my ID. This is everywhere happening yep. in America. Various levels of cheating. So you're exactly we're, right. And what we told everybody to do, and they did it across our country. Eric, you know, I get a, I do a call every week to tens of thousands of people, all the grassroots out there, and they got the word out. And what they did is so many people went in. If they got a mail-in ballot, they tucked it in their pocket, and, and they went in and said, I'm here to vote. Yeah. And they said, oh, no, oh, no, you voted. And you pu- they pulled out the envelope and said, no, I haven't, and they called their sheriff. There you we go. Have there you go. All right, listen, we're, we're out of time. People. I want to see if I can, if I can uh, uh, get you for a segment for tomorrow. But uh, that's it for today, folks. We'll come back with Ask Metaxas, John Zmirak. Don't go away. Jesus,